baby. Let's go. Here we are live and we are back in action by we, I mean me, racing towards the start of the NFL season, giving you a reason to be lazy on your Sundays as we get ready for play on opening day. Welcome back, boys and girls, for another live edition of the Power 32 podcast with me, your host, Jason Fearman, a.k.a. The Sports Prophet, ready to rock and roll. The Power 32 podcast is presented by Third and Three and brought to you by Reebok. Yes, Reebok. Go to Third and Three Podcast for great deals on Reebok, the deal of the week. Get Reebok Rewind Shoes, running shoes, as a matter of fact, for $39.99. Yo, that's a sick freaking price nowadays. $39.99, all you got to do is put in Rewind. That's the code at checkout, thirdandthreepodcast.com. Got it all for you over there. Check us out. Much, much more than just Reebok. We got Meatworks. We got Beer Drop. We got it all for you guys. We have plenty of articles coming out. I just put up my NFL Top 100 because the NFL.com is going over their Top 100 right now. So I figured I'd make my own, and we'll compare at the end and see what we got. But today, it is all about MVPs. We're talking MVP of the 2022 season. The odds will go through. And before the show ends, I'm going to pick who I'm going to think is going to be the MVP this year. All right, so let's get this thing going, man. I don't want to waste any time. Today will be relatively a quick podcast because just want to get the information out and I want to hear what you guys got to say about it. So I went to sharp football analysis with the odds to win the 2022 NFL MVP. And what do I got at the top? Not really a big surprise. Josh Allen, he leads the way at plus 700 for whatever that worth is. I mean, $700 by pay dollar, you win some money. It's all good. But forget about the numbers. He is the favorite, Josh Allen, to win the MVP. And I understand that, but a lot of times when the favorite is there to win the MVP, doesn't win it. Doesn't win it a lot. Really interesting. But he deserves to be up there. And right after him is Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady at plus 800. I think Mahomes has a really good chance to win it this year based upon the fact that no Tyree kill. And he's going to be doing it with, you know, quote unquote, less weapons that he has. So this could be a really good year for Patrick Mahomes to actually take home the MVP if he plays up to par and has a much better start than what he did last year. It was a bad start for him last year. He was out of the race. People thought Kansas City was done, but then he came back. The defense came back. Let's see if he can get off to a good start this year. So Mahomes definitely a front runner, no doubt. Um, Josh Allen, I feel like the Bills are going to have a really good record, 12-5, and five, maybe even 13-4. and four. I think they're one of the best teams in the league. So is it going to be putting up those monstrous-type numbers at the end of the season where they say, oh, wow, look, that's the MVP. But again, you can't just go off stats. you got to go off the eye test and see what you see. That's why Allen and Mahomes are at the top, followed by Tom Brady still, all 45 years old of him, at plus 800 as well. Uh, that's also a great bet. Um, Tom Brady's going to be throwing the ball all over the place. Leonard Fournette probably taking a step back this year a little bit as far as the running game goes. And again, they brought in Russell Gage and Julio Jones. I know, yeah, Julio Jones, yada, yada, but they still got Godwin, Evans. Brady's going to throw for another 4,500 yards and maybe 45 touchdowns. Why can't he win the MVP? Absolutely a candidate. And they got him number three on the list. Number four, I got a major problem with. And yeah, it's kind of ironic because he won the last two MVPs of the National Football League, and that's Aaron Rodgers. And he comes in at plus 900 right after Allen Mahomes and Brady. And here's the deal with Rodgers. Let me spend a minute on this one real quick, guys. And if you want to chime in, please, I know this is more of a podcast. I want to hear from you guys at the end. It's all good. But you got anything to say, jump right on in. Aaron Rodgers is not going to win the MVP this year because he is not going to have 48 touchdowns, 42 touchdowns, four or five picks. It's going to be a lot lower than that. His stats are going to go down significantly. Why? No Devontae Adams. 
Even Marcus Valdez-Scanling is gone, his big deep threat. Both out of here. They're going to be running the ball a hell of a lot more with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers will not win the MVP. As a matter of fact, I put more money on that than who my choice is going to win the MVP. He won't even finish anywhere near the top three, four, or five. He won't have the numbers. Now, that doesn't mean that Green Bay is not going to do good. I believe the Packers are going to be really good this year because they're going to run the ball. They're going to play tough offense, tough defense. They revamped that front seven. They got Jair Alexander back there. He was talking about Rasul Douglas. I mean, players, these guys are good. And again, the NFC North sucks, but it doesn't mean that Aaron Rodgers is winning the MVP especially not a third year in the row like his predecessor, Brett Favre, who did win it three years in a row. Don't see it happening. Won't have the numbers this year. Uh, so I expect him to take a step down. Justin Herbert is number five. He's equal with Aaron Rodgers at plus 900. That I certainly can see. All right. So along with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, I think Herbert also is definitely right in there. He put up huge numbers last year. He was right behind Brady and Stafford in a few categories. But again, put up monster numbers. You got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams to throw the ball to, and even Austin Eckler coming out of the backfield. I think that's all absolutely fantastic. And he's going to have a field day. Again, is Brandon Faley going to fail them again? Or is it going to become Brandon Staley? What his real name is? What is on his birth freaking certificate? Because it's been Brandon Faley up until this point. That team would have won so many more, at least three, four, maybe even five more games had that guy had his freaking head screwed on his shoulders. And he did not. It was a mess. But that won't limit what Justin Herbert necessarily does on the field. He's going to be throwing it all over the place. They don't like to run too much. Eckler out of the backfield. Yeah, absolutely. Herbert's got a really good shot. So does Joe Burrow. But I'm probably not going to go there. I'm one of those guys who think that Cincinnati caught lightning in a bottle last year, guys. And I'm not saying that Joe Burrow was bad at all. As a matter of fact, I think he's, he's great. Joe Burrow has definitely proven that he belongs in this league after his first year as a rookie. Bad ACL tear. Comes back. Tears it up the next year. Goes to the Super Bowl. Falls just short. Made a few really good plays. But Aaron Donald wreaked havoc in that backfield. The Bengals overall taking a step back. I'm not even sure they're a playoff team this year. They caught lightning in a bottle, like I said. They got great players in Jamar Chase and Burrow and even Higgins and obviously Joe Mixon. They revamped that offensive line. So on paper, you would think, yeah, this team's going to get better. And Joe Burrow definitely has a shot. 500-yard game last year. Jamar Chase can catch 17, 1,800 yards. So, yeah, why not? But I would not put him at the top. Not Joe Burrow. Not really. Not Just don't see him putting up those gaudy, unbelievable numbers that some of these other quarterbacks will. And Jamar Chase, as great as he is, he's been somewhat inconsistent, all right? He really has. So we're going to need to see more out of them. Joe Burrow, not on the top. How in the hell Dak Prescott is, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh on the list? What's happening here? I, I don't get that at all. Is it just because there are so many damn Cowboy fans in the world that they're going to go ahead and root for him and they're going to vote for him? Makes no sense. He lost to Mari Cooper and Cedric Wilson, two of his top three wide receivers. Yeah, you still got C.D. Lamb and Dalton Schultz and Michael Gallup is hurt right now. But MVP, where, where is that coming from? Is he going to rush for 1,000 yards this year? He's not going to throw for more than 4,200 at best. I can see him maybe with 25, 26 touchdowns. It's not a freaking MVP year. I, I don't get this. This sharp football analysis, I'm a little shocked by what they have over there. Dak Prescott, ahead of Russell Wilson. Now, the Russell Wilson thing I get, I don't think that he's going to be MVP this year because he's not going to put up them monster numbers. I don't love his receivers in Judy, Patrick, and Sutton. Noah Fant was probably the best receiver, and he's gone over to Seattle, and he's a tight end. They're going to run the ball a lot. Javante Williams is going to get many, many carries this year. We'll see how much they mix in Gordon. But they're going to run the ball. They're going to throw short passes. They're going to play defense. That's what they're going to be all about. 
Yeah, they brought in Nathaniel Hackett to be the um, the head coach coming over from Green Bay. <clears throat> Excuse me, working with Aaron Rodgers on that offense for all that time. But that doesn't mean that he's going to turn Russell Wilson back into what he was five, six, seven, eight years ago. And I love Russell Wilson. I still think that he's actually a top 10 quarterback. But an MVP candidate? No. But I get why they put him in there because Denver was a quarterback away. We all kept saying Denver's a quarterback away. Well, now they got him. Can he be the MVP? Not in my mind, but they got him there. They also got Matthew Stafford right after him. Matthew Stafford is not going to be the MVP of the league. I mean, Cooper Cup will probably be the MVP before he is. Stafford throws way too many interceptions. He led the league last year with 17 interceptions, guys. And you just can't count on the defense and Aaron Donald and all those guys and have Bobby Wagner coming in, Jalen Ramsey, to constantly clean up his mess. It's not going to work. Matthew Stafford is not an MVP candidate. He's not going to put up those type of numbers, and it's not going to be clean enough. Again, his touchdown interception rate, way too high. Stafford, definitely a great quarterback, maybe 10th or 11th on my list. Not an MVP. I'm sorry. So, so far we got Mahomes, Allen, and maybe Justin Herbert. All right. Other than that, no Russell Wilson, not Dak Prescott, no Joe Burrow, definitely not Aaron Rodgers. Brady is certainly possible because he's going to be throwing the ball all over the all over the yard. But here's my guy now. All right. Now I've been thinking about this for a while. Lamar Jackson is next on the list. <clears throat> Could have won the MVP last year had he not got hurt. He was predominantly the sole reason why Baltimore was even in contention. We all know the injury problems that they had last year. I don't need to go over it. We know how many injury issues they had and barely had anybody to throw the ball to except for Mark Andrews. And now Marquise Brown has gone away. All right. So it's going to be Rashad Bateman. But Lamar Jackson means more to any single team in the NFL, in my opinion, than any other player. Yes, even more than Aaron Donald, even more than Patrick Mahomes. Lamar Jackson is the Baltimore Ravens. And are they too Lamar centric? Yeah, in a way. But you know what? I get it. The guy is great as a football player and as a quarterback. All right, I want to go over some of his numbers real quick. I actually pulled them up over here because I can't remember them all off the top of my head. All right, so in last year in 2021, if I can get this up, this thing over here, 2021, um, again, he was hurt last year. He had 16 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. He was trying to do everything that he possibly could with a 65-yard, uh, 65, excuse me, completion percentage. Um, okay, 2020 Baltimore Ravens, what did he do? 26 touchdowns, only nine interceptions. Again, running all over the place for over a 1,000 yards. Valuable, most valuable. Did he throw for a bunch of yards? No, he barely got to 3,000, but that doesn't matter. We're talking about value over here to a team, and his value is as much as anybody else in the entire league. Go back to his 2019 MVP season. 36 touchdowns to only six interceptions with a 66 completion percent rate. Dude, this guy does it all. The big knock against him, he's 1-3 and three in the playoffs. He can't win the big game, so to speak. But you know what? Give him a little bit more time. He'll get there. Lamar Jackson is that great of a player, that great of a quarterback. That's the position he plays. He will be in the MVP conversation, no doubt, as long as he stays healthy. Because you know what? He probably would have won it last year with the year he was having and carrying that team. Lamar Jackson is completely and totally 100% legit, no matter what you call him, whether you call him just a football player or a quarterback. He plays quarterback, and he's freaking amazing at it. That's the end of the story. He is a nightmare for defensive coordinators, a freaking nightmare. They stay up weeks. They're like, oh, my God, what the hell is going to happen over here? We got Lamar Jackson we got to deal with, right, Courtney? What's up, bro? You know, dealing with Lamar Jackson is a freaking headache, man. 
You can't do it. It's just you, it's almost impossible to game plan. The best game plan I ever saw was a couple of years ago when the Chargers played them, and they just brought in like seven guys, boxed them in. But even in that fourth quarter, Lamar Jackson found a way with his arm to bring them back. They came up short, but they were very close to winning that game. So my point is that this guy can make something out of nothing. You remember that game against Kansas City last year where Lamar did? Unfreaking believable. Unbelievable. Everybody knew he was running the ball, and it made no difference whatsoever. They couldn't stop him. And that's when Kansas City was starting to get good on defense. You can't stop Lamar Jackson. He is as important to anybody, anywhere, any team, anytime. He is the most valuable player to any team, in my opinion. You want to argue uh, Patrick Mahomes? Fine. He's probably the best quarterback I've ever seen, him and Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers ain't winning it this year. Allen might. Josh Allen just might. Maybe Joe, uh, not Joe Burrow, maybe Justin Herbert will. That's possible. But how they put in <laughs> Dak Prescott ahead of Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson ahead of Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray comes right after. Kyler Murray, forget about it. Why he's even on this list boggles my freaking mind. I mean, no DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games. Dealing with Marquise Brown, he's going to be his only guy. Hopefully he stays away from the DUIs and driving fast or whatever the hell happened with him. You want everything to go well. He's got Zach Ertz, but he's not going to put up MVP numbers. And you know what? That team is probably going to be 500 at best. So you're not an MVP when that happens. Jalen Hurts, interesting. While I don't think Jalen Hurts, as he is 2,500 plus 2,500 and about, what, 12th on this list right now, I like Jalen Hurts a lot. And I like the Philadelphia Eagles a lot. Courtney, if you still listen, I'm loving your Eagles this year, bro. They have got weapons all over the place. They may not have an MVP, but when you're talking about what Jalen Hurts can do with his arm and on the ground, Miles Sanders, all right, bringing A.J. Brown. You got Devontae Smith on the other side, along with Dallas Goddard. Whoa, dude, sky is the limit, Courtney, for your team. I'm absolutely all over Philly this year, and there were always teams who kind of come out of nowhere. Even though they made the playoffs last year, they were only 9-8. and eight. Philly is going to be that team this year. They're in a weaker division. I think they'll be able to take maybe at least five games, split with Dallas, beat the Giants twice, beat Washington twice. But again, that division could be funky. But I really like Philly. But as far as Jalen Hurts is an MVP, nope, he's not going to put up those numbers either. Again, it's all about numbers. And you want to talk about numbers? Derek Carr is next on the list. He might. He might put up sick numbers. And according to Jalen Hurts, has all the weapons. And now is the time to deliver a hundred percent agree and dude I think he's going to deliver you know he's gone from place to place whether it was Oklahoma Alabama had to sit behind Carson once waited got his time now he's in there it's his team and I think that that kid's a winner you know is it going to be the most prolific pocket uh, passer no but who the hell cares the NFL has evolved we want athletic quarterbacks we want guys who can run and throw the ball get out of pressure get out of the pocket do what you got to do Jalen Hurts Awesome, man. Awesome. I'll take him on my fantasy team, Courtney. I'll tell you that right now. Maybe not MVP, but fantasy? Yeah, ooh, I shouldn't give that too much away. We got the real deal draft coming up. Jalen Hurts, late round pick. Ooh, I'd be all right with that. Um, but yeah, Derek Carr was the next on the list after Hurts. And I think Derek Carr definitely does have a chance if the Raiders play really well. Um, I'm one of those who think the Raiders might be around third or fourth in that division because I'm really high on the Chargers and the Broncos this year. And still think Kansas City is probably a little bit better than the Las Vegas Raiders. But Deborah Carr throwing to Waller, throwing Hunter Renfro, and now Devontae Adams with Josh Jacobs in the backfield. Yeah, Carr could put up some great numbers. And if that team goes 11 and 6, 12 and 5, which I don't think they will, he will be in the MVP conversation. There's no question about it. Deborah Carr will absolutely be in the MVP conversation. 
Trey Lance comes after that. I mean, I'd love to see his name there as a 49er fan, but let's get real. Trey Lance, what we want him to do is not just necessarily manage the offense, but do a little bit more than that. So they're not going to ask a whole lot of him, especially in the first six, seven, eight weeks. So don't expect an MVP from Trey Lance unless he absolutely Patrick Mahomes blows up and goes crazy. But I would love it. That'd be great. So we've had all quarterbacks. Now we get to a couple of running backs, and Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor are the next two at plus 5,000. Ah, man, they're not going to give it to a running back, bro. They're just not. They gave it to Adrian Peterson in 2012. It's been 10 years. I don't know if they're going to give it to a running back. You basically have to go for over 2,000 yards, which Derrick Henry did and still didn't win the MVP. They gave it to Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers didn't deserve it, but Derrick Henry, 2,000 yards? I mean, come on. What what are we doing here? That's like an automatic MVP, and they didn't give it to him. So uh, what does he have to do to get the MVP now, him or Jonathan Taylor? I mean, do the teams have to go 17-0? I don't know what to tell you. But after that, you got Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, um, Cooper Cup is on the list. I highly doubt he'll have the triple crown again, uh, you know, this year like he did last year. But the point is, is that the MVP to me really comes down to just a few guys, and it's really a quarterback award, which does suck. We should have a separate award for them altogether. Quarterbacks should have their own MVP, and then the rest of the league should have another MVP because they're always giving it to the damn quarterback. But Mahomes is going to be in the running. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and my guy. Lamar Jackson, who was the most valuable player to any team in the NFL. If you don't believe me, just go watch the games. The stats, the numbers don't tell you everything. Yep, he won an MVP with 36 touchdowns and only six picks. Running for, I think it was 900 yards that year or whatever it was. This guy is so dynamic, brings so much to the table. It is absolutely bonkers. Right now, it's not official, but I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson for my MVP. Granted, of course, he stay healthy this year, and it would be almost unbelievably impossible for the Ravens to have as many injuries as they did last year. Baltimore is going to be back. Cincinnati is going to take a step back, and Lamar Jackson is probably going to be the 2022 NFL MVP. Official predictions coming out soon, but for now, that's what I got for you guys. MVP, NFL, we got more Power 32 podcasts coming up on Thursday, we're doing Fantasy Central 1 is coming on. All Fantasy Football Blowout tomorrow, which is Wednesday night. We got third and three podcasts with Nikki and Damien, and we got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. It's going to be a whole bunch of fun, a great show, and I'm sure Nikki's going to be yelling at me, and Damien's just going to be laughing in the background. Friday, I got L.A. Bradis coming on. We're going to talk AFC North, like I'm talking about right now with Lamar Jackson. He's a Cleveland Brown fan. We'll see what he's got to say. And then following that next week, Mike Patton, my man C. Lou at Drop Balls Podcast, and P. Sharky, baby, a couple of Tennessee Titans fans, and we got a Colts fan coming in. We're going to do AFC South. We're going to talk a lot more NFL football all season long. Power 32 podcast going strong all year, just like third and three. Make sure you check out my co-hosts, Nikki Nick and Damian Adams, The Real Deal. They're both doing their thing. They're all over the place. I don't even know how they have time for me anymore. But it's a beautiful thing. I love it. Moving up in the world. Great things. Power 32 Podcast here to stay. NFL MVP edition. We'll see you guys next time.